Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Suicide Squad by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. I'm Chris Harris from the People v. Batman v. Superman podcast. And also you can find some of my design work at ChrisAyersCreative.com. All right. And today we're talking about minute number 23 of Suicide Squad, which is going to start with the introduction, the the present day introduction of Enchantress, because we've already been introduced to her many times. Um, many? Many? I think just the once. Just the one time, actually, mm-hmm. right? Um, the introduction of Enchantress um, in this boardroom meeting, and then the minute's going to end with her acquiring the secret military weapon plans from the nation of Tehran for the chairman, uh, General Edwards. General Edwards, that, 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 that is who he is. Yep. He's got a nameplate on the in front of him. So. And when you describe it like yeah, that, it makes it sound it, like we get a whole other scene, but it, real, that's a, <laughs> it all happens within this boardroom <laughs> in the same shot. Yes. Um, they, uh, Edwards jokes about, like, what is this, a magic show? And it literally is a magic show. Like, she disappears, and she comes back, and she goes, voila, I have the weapon plans. It was under your seat the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a magic show. It's like... It's magic. I feel like Amanda Waller should have had a sarcastic comment where she was like, yes, it is a magic show. I guess I, magic or not, but... Uh, Yeah, she, but that's like... That. I don't know. She should have leaned into it. It then it would assume that she believes in magic. I, 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 you don't like. I think Amanda Waller still has to be riding the fence throughout all of this, and everybody. It's like she can't, she can't, she can't side with anybody. Ignorant. I don't know. She, it's like, but it's like, it's not, a, not a fact of ignorance. It's a fact of uh, professionalism, maybe not getting mm. too involved with these people, which is kind of the opposite of what happens at the end of the movie. Spoilers, but like. I feel like maybe she should be like, hey, I don't know if it's magic or not, but she can just do some wacky new new stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm just taking it for what it is. What I find yeah. interesting about this scene is that yeah, there's know. a very mixed reaction on the faces of the people in this room. Some of them look like mm-hmm. very like they believe it and they're scared. Other people look just completely bored. I don't know if they were told to look bored, if they were just like not yeah. paying attention to what they're supposed to be doing or indifferent. David Harbour looks really skeptical yeah. because his... Uh, his, his like eyebrows or his, his eyes are really squinty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like there was probably the, the one guy who was just like staring at the corner of the ceiling and was like, man, I hope 1130 hits real soon because <laughs> I am starving. And then they're like, this thing is happening and the person is just staring and they just just in a different world. But um, daydreaming. Yeah, just daydreaming. But it is kind of weird that um, we kind of get all these different mixed reactions. Like, but it's it's weird that the chairman is like downplaying this. Like, what is this a magic show? And it's like, how? Well, I guess because you're not used to it, and because you just think about, you know, like, oh, we would never go cruel roads just to get what we want as a nation we're better than that it's like some sort of naivety where he's like what is this a magic show it's like you really just like not understanding with the current situation like this is a possessed this is a 
in, like an enchantress. Like this is a sorcery thing, and I guess it's like just not hitting him. Like he. Imagine if that happened to you right now. I would be like, I, not exactly like this lady, but I would be like, <laughs> hey, you know, as soon as the Superman landed, you know, like the Black Zero event of Man of Steel, like I'm already like, at that point, I'd even question her religion at that point. I'd be like, there's an aliens coming out of the sky, monsters, guy dressing up like a bat, Wonder Woman, like, and now this thing, like, come on. What are we? What are we still questioning? Well, a lot you know? of this stuff is supposedly it's... explained by science. Illy Superman and Kryptonians. A Wonder Woman is really not even like very public. Batman is based in science, so this is really the first time that they have seen something that, if if magic exists, that's kind of it could be really freaky. Yeah, I guess this goes back to: is Batman considered uh, a vigilante or a demon kind of thing? You know, it's it's really hard to kind of get and i think for some films it's addressed but for some batman stuff it's not whether whether or not the not whether or not but like how the city um depicts batman like how they see him how he's criminal underground oh like the villains i would say the villains not mainstream villains but like just you know street level crooks hmm I still think there's, you know, because Batman says that they're superstitious. Anyway, that's off topic. Um, I give if a witch appeared and started shaking the room and stuff, I'd be like, yeah, that's magic. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just would be like, all right, there you go, you done did it. Like sometimes uh, I'm seeing David Blaine being like, yeah, all right. Yeah, right. I mean, sometimes it's I don't know. You kind of have to be like if you're open to it. You'd have to be a little bit, right? Can't you like David uh, Blaine thing was a little bit of a joke. When I, I just yeah, yeah, Sorry, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Yeah, but if a witch showed up, I'd be yeah, I'd totally be like, yep, I'd give all it right, some I thought, right? I like, believe I wouldn't you. be like, all right, what is this a magic show? Like, excuse me, like, did you not just see this or the alien that crash landed? Like, come on, like, you can't be well, that. Blind. Like you said about the like uh, the ring, but, it's um, like a horror movie just appeared in the middle of the conference room. You know, it's it's hard to yeah. it's hard to perceive it in the special effects <laughs> with that dark cloud and like these little, little particles floating around her. I'm surprised one person didn't just like walk out like, nah, I'm oh, good. I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> looks like the Latina <laughs> woman on, who does like, the sign of the cross. Like I'm assuming she's Catholic. Like she's about ready to. Mm-hmm. But she's still sitting there. Yeah. I would totally I'd be like, listen, guys, I've seen enough horror movies to know exactly. when you're messing with something. And I got to get out of here. <laughs> Otherwise, everyone in this room is flipping gonna... open that book. It shows like the artifacts for her. And then like it's like everything you need to know is in that document. I would turn that page and be like, oh, you got this from an effigy. I'm out, guys. Yes. See you later. You guys opened the wrong case, man. Exactly. <laughs> and the, it's like the way she's presenting Enchantress is like presenting like King Kong, like we said, or presenting like Velociraptors in Jurassic Park. It's like, look at these natural killing machines. It's like excuse me why are we in this room with her why aren't we just like like in like manhattan manhattan projects where it's like yeah let's like stand like a hundred yards away please like oh when there's okay yeah let's let's (laughs) take a big like distance away from this like i don't know it's it just seems like i would i would be more alarmed than they should be like she she doesn't the i don't know who the chairwoman 
it here is, but it's like, yeah, I would, I'd probably walk out. I'd probably like, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> in reality, that room is probably like locked up tight and like, you know. Oh my God. They're in the Pentagon. Yeah. Nothing leaves this room kind yeah. of thing. Um, she does her magic trick and, um, I want to kind of go into it in a little more detail, but it's like, as soon as she teleports from one room to the other side of the room, that's when I really would have been like, all right, you know what? I'm good. As soon as, as soon as she disappeared, I would be like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Where's she going to end up? Yeah. The room starts uh-uh. shaking too. Exactly. I mean, it's like, it's uh, really know, hard, to, of, it's hard to fake. Yeah. <laughs> all the Dasani bottles fall over. <laughs> Um, it's, yeah, you know, there are a lot of times we've seen stories where the villain is like, I've brought all of you guys here, my comrades, and then before you know it, they're all poisoned, they're all, like, brutally brutally murdered, and it's, like, it's kind of like a Game of Thrones type thing, and it's like, yeah, you know what, I know I may have talked behind your back that one time, I see that you got this evil witch with you now, you know what, I'm good, just, let's be friends, I'm gonna... I'll approve whatever you say. Just let me out of here. Um, so it is kind of a, a very tense situation, which I don't think people are understanding, especially with Amanda Waller. Like, maybe that's the point. Maybe nobody's giving her the credit she needs yet. Like, maybe she's brand new here, although it seems like she's been working for Argus for quite a while. So people should know what Amanda Waller is up to and know that she's successful when she does things. But it seems like she gets no credit here. Um should there have been like gasps from people? Are there gasps? Do people? I feel <gasps> like there should be. <gasps> I guess it would have seemed too. Overplayed. Chris says they're bored, but like I, I'm inclined to agree with them. There's like, yeah. it, is there like, no one's like, oh, whoa, whoa, yeah. wow, whoa, whoa, whoa. If they were like freaking out, like trying to catch all the bottles of water, and like you know, mm-hmm. oh, what's going on here? And yeah. we're sold. Yeah, I don't quite that. buy it. I'm trying to. But think. maybe there's a. Mm. Yeah. Are they supposed to be collected because they're military guys and? Ready, think, ready for anything. I don't think, know. Think back to Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. And like <laughs> the moment where Superman is walking through the Capitol, mm-hmm. Capitol Hill, and there is such a dead silence that has the most amount of weight ever. Yeah. Like, and it's demanded by this character who walks. Well, it's not demanded by this character, but his presence demands it that everyone stop in awe about this thing that should not exist in the world like this magic should not exist that superhero in the sky should not that's just an alien it's like these things are so surreal to us that it it is kind of weird that the that the, the these people who are in charge with protecting this nation and carrying out anything else that the government wishes should see this and be like totally alarmed that this even exists because it's not something you plan for. If they've been planning for it, then they then I would understand like the unconcerned looks from some people or just no reaction because it's like, all right, you know, we know metahumans exist. What do you have this time? I get that. But no, this is brand new. And for some people, you do get the reaction. But I don't know. For me, seeing Enchantress... If I ever saw something like that, if I saw it, you know, as simply as seeing something like that in my own house, I'd be like, yeah, I'm selling this house. I'm moving out tomorrow. Like, I'll see you guys later. Like, I'm not playing with that. Um, so I saw it, a guy levitate once, and I'm st- it still freaks me out. I'm not – you guys are like, all right, whatever, this kid, chucklehead. But, <laughs> no, it happened. I lived it, 
and I immediately got in my car and like <laughs> went home. Uh, told my mom I was a kid, so I couldn't drive. But <laughs> no, mom, we gotta go. Mom, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it just seems there's really similar weird. scenes like this happen in um, the comics, you know, like even that Legends book where they're first proposing the idea of Suicide Squad. But at that point, the universe has been established for a long time, and and it's easier to believe this kind of stuff because it's normal for them. It's what they live in. In the movie universe, we're just getting into introducing yeah, and even in yeah, which it should it should still have a shock and awe. But even in Legends, it was like, all right, Hail Mary, throw the Task Force X. Like there wasn't much pushback. It mm-hmm. was like this is what we have to do now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which, again, that might be a thing that could have worked out for this film. It had it been like, oh, Enchantress escape. Why don't we now create a hodgepodge like team because we're running out of resources not hey i had this superhero team waiting this whole time just in case we needed to round this up like that movie contact but like you know one of those type of things so Mm -hmm. um, like this is like it's almost like she's selling it as like a uh, justice league of america oh maybe that's the mm -hmm. thing she's selling it as a justice league of america where it's like they're supposed to be their opposites where they're supposed to be like hey you had a guy that was flying around in the sky you could tear the roof off of a white house well i also have a guy that could (laughs) knock down the door of a white house i don't know like things like that but she's selling it like the justice league of america sales pitch but it's really not that at all yeah she's selling it as a contingency and not like oh i need to like get that evil witch that I accidentally released mm-hmm. back kind and of then thing. the bad thing happens she breaks loose it's like oh good thing we greenlit that project <laughs> in the nick of time yeah, that's the most exactly. ridiculous thing about this movie the, yeah. let me ask you something was that is that the whole purpose of their formation was amanda waller creating the team in uh with her mindset of toppling a government like did she have an end game before this like in this meeting is she like okay once you green like this i'm going my first mission and that's like in tehran or is it is it just like oh crap which broke no, out we just so happen to have these guys not to say, not to say that i wanted uh, like i'm not trying to like be like oh i didn't get what i want so i don't like the film but like it could have been neat to see like like a traditional Task Force X, X film where it was like, hey, I want you to go destabilize this government. And it's like kind of like um, Valkyrie, but instead of good guys trying to destabilize a bad government, it's like bad guys trying to destabilize a good government. So it's like it is like the villains are the mm-hmm. protagonists. So like, yeah. like I'm okay with like having just a faceless government that we're attacking. I mean, we have these faceless enchanted demons so it's the same thing like but i'm okay if they if their job in this film was to actually go and and do what she's pr- prompting them to do but was that a prompt to it, begin with was, this, yeah what, do you does think that was ever, doesn't make any sense instead is it does like a it doesn't make any sense to me like the how here it, the yeah. thing is it could have been a commentary on what the united states government has actually done like when we funded uh, Afghanistan to fight the Russians and then Afghanistan attacks us and then when we instead of going to attack Iraq we go <clears throat> I'm gonna get this straight hang on instead of going to attack Iraq or instead of going to attack <laughs> Afghanistan after 9-11 we go into Iraq which helps to you know build ISIS it's like we 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 create our own problems sometimes militarily so 
like the, mm-hmm. the, the weapons that you give to Afghanistan are usually used against you later kind of thing. Like that, you could read that this movie in that way, but I don't think it was intended. I don't think that's what mm-hmm. they meant to do. I think it was just really sloppy I mean, and maybe like bad rewrites at the last minute kind of stuff. I don't think it has the perspective. Was that, was that off of the thing with like, uh, uh, Oliver West, Oliver, Oliver, West? Oliver, Oliver North, North, Oliver North, like Contra. Yeah. Mm. Like same, same kind of deal anyway. But like Amanda Waller wasn't gearing these guys up. The guys on the screen right now in this boardroom, was she gearing them up to go to Tehran? Was, I mean, with going back, like Incubus, was it, was she planning on Incubus breaking out? And was like, all right, well, good thing I got this team of superheroes. It was just like, okay, this is the first stage. I just got these guys in my jail cell. Give me a green light so I can just use them when I want. So here's what I, like, when we create, like, these superhero films within in a cinematic shared universe, I try to think of, like, okay, why are we making the film? And what does the film need to do? And the why of the film is to bank on the success of the comic book run in, like, the New 52 and also further expand the universe. Um, but what the film needs to do, and when I say it like this, it kind of makes sense to me, it's to show a failed Justice League right before we see what a successful Justice League looks like with the film that's coming out later down the, the pipeline. So this film works as a good, like, at the end of it, it shows like a good, like, hey, Amanda Waller, you can't do this, so Batman will do it better. It works in that regard. Um, but then I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to think, like... Why was a team created to begin with? It's like a Jurassic... <sighs> People are going to get mad that I make this comparison, but it's like this movie does a Jurassic Park thing where it's like, hey, we're going to show you how cool this is, and then it fails immediately, and then that's the storyline is, hey, the plan broke. And maybe that's, like, the... They, what they don't do is they don't hammer in this nail that, hey, Amanda Waller, you made a mistake and you don't want to admit it kind of thing. And they don't do that at the end of the film because I think she is the true villain of this whole movie. Is they should have She kind of wins and it's like it should have been like, yeah, but you got to admit that you created the mess. And that should have been like a showing that a god could bleed kind of thing where it's like, Amanda Waller, you are not perfect and this is a good represent, representation of it. That's what you're gonna have to walk away with. John Hammond flew away in the helicopter too. Yeah, but he would, he died in the book, so I mean, call Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I got him on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like there when you when you streamline the result of this movie, yeah. like it kind of makes sense. Yeah, but there may have just been a better way of doing it. And maybe it's the cut to blame. Blame it on the cut. I don't know what else. I feel like the final cut of this movie doesn't really have anything to say. Like there are things that people try to apply to it, but I, there may be have have been a better version of this that David Ayer intended. But I don't. I don't come away with any kind of statement Mm -hmm. or anything with Mm -hmm. from this. I think they were just, hey, look, let's play some rock and roll songs and have some violence on the screen, and make it a make it a look like that trailer and make some money. I think that's really the. That's my really cynical read on this movie and why it exists. It is. No, that's exactly <laughs> how I feel. I, I mean, I agree with you 100% with that. <laughs> it's just unfortunate because it's like, you know, the. Uh, but hang on, Chris, did you do you still like it? You said you liked the 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 
Queen trailer. Um, after like, if you were to watch the Queen trailer and then immediately go into watching this movie, would you be like, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think awesome. this movie is like is like like I said before, watchable. Like it's not. I like movies that have a little bit depth to them, but at the same time, I kind of like watching something that's just kind of fun. And this movie is at times fun, and it pro- it promises it's going to mm-hmm. have some yeah, some really exactly, deeper meaning yeah. to it, but it never gets there, and that's what keeps it from being good. But it's it's fun. I, if okay. I was, had to put oh, on a movie right now to watch from fun. the DC universe, I might pick this one just because it's fun. I don't have to really pay attention too closely. <laughs> I feel like that's what I do with uh, Justice League every now and then. I'm like, I know you got your problems, but I'm probably going to watch you again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's in the end, it's it's fun because they that's what they that's what they wanted out of it the most was that it was fun. It was easy to watch, and yeah, it works. I think it's just when we try to deep dive into like the things that are alluded to, we only get a taste of like a version that has that, and then it's it's it st- steps into disappointment. Um, when Enchantress does her, she does her little magic trick. Um, I have several questions about kind of the timing of her disappearance and then reappearance. So I'm assuming. It is like a nightcrawler type superpower. Teleport. Yes. Yeah. Um, for those, I guess, who don't know who Nightcrawler is, it's like a, he has tele- teleportation as a power. Yeah. I feel like she should have just like wop wop wop, and it just appeared on the table. I hmm. mean, I guess she had to physically go into some vault to run. You wonder if there's a time travel element to it because it's it just happened qu- so quickly. Yes. Yeah. I guess that is my other question is that she's teleporting to another place, getting an item that they could never have before and then showing up with it right then and there. And then if so, yeah, is it like a time stop and then she shows up or maybe was it they just are- sit on the desk and she just showed up was like yoink and then out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or was she, did did they know about it? Did they have like enchantress go check it out first? Like, hey, is a book there? Yeah, it's over she here. She said, "Go get it, girl," as if she already knew what she was talking about. And exactly. unless she has like telepathic abilities, I don't know if maybe she would have sitting known. in the hotel room. They got it like two days earlier, and they were like, "All right, <laughs> go deliver this." Here's sitting the thing: on the if she, if she can do this sand. kind of thing, that's all yeah. I want her to do. Right? I don't need her to go fight metahumans. Like she needs to just steal state secrets and infiltrate other. <laughs> You know other countries that's all she needs to do yes the which ju- <laughs> i'm i'm still a little um i i i have a distaste dislike mm. taste in my mouth whatever from the idea of like the best thing a military could get is another military secret codes like that these are all intelligence guys right that's probably all they care that's, about that's why she's showing her this like that's what they care about I but it's it, just so yeah. it's it's so moto that it's I I just hate it. I hate I don't hate. Hate is a wrong word. I dislike that that mindset exists in human beings. Well, you're you're oh, never going to work for the CIA. Yeah. Getting back to the <laughs> No sir. They <laughs> they're never going to hire me. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, like here's this guy who's talking about, you know, like, oh, we don't endorse tactics like this that involve 
Let me get government secrets. Yeah, no, and, shut up. But then she shows up with the book of military weapon plans from Tehran, and he's like, "Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I want this." Like, and it's like, oh okay, gosh. but you want it. Okay, you didn't want to get your hands dirty, but this is what you want in life. All right, I see how it is. It's like deeper inside the human subconscious, he is just an awful person because at the end of the day, that's what you want. But then again, it's like he's just playing the game. You know, he is getting a chance to look at someone else's cards. And I guess the thing that comes that gets hurt here is his discipline. You have, you know, you can say no to this kind of stuff because you're disciplined to know that even though you can get away with it, you're not going to make the wrong decision. But he, he gives into it. He's like, yeah, I I want this. I want all of it. Mm -hmm. Why don't you go get me this plan next? Like maybe I'm just going to approve task force x and i just want you to start stealing stuff i don't know it's it's so it's just bad <laughs> you just don't do that like but that's the reality that we live in right yeah um besides that the only other thing that i had for this one was the fact that um in the minute in when we get the kind of plans for tehran and stuff he has some like <laughs> doodles on his notepad. I don't know if anyone else was looking at this. Um, I took a long time to look at it. I, I, you have to look at the two shots of that are close-ups of the book of Tehran. It's, it's like the weapons plans of Tehran. And on the notepad, um, it's like a doodle. It's like, a, I don't know who wrote this. This is my big question because it's definitely someone on set who wrote this notepad and it's a doodle of a football, uh, a goalpost. Uh, it says beat Navy. And then I'm guessing MCAS, which might stand for Marine Corps Athletics. Um, so I'm not sure if it's like Marine Corps football and they're playing Navy and this person was somehow in the Marine. I don't know if it's David Ayer and like his military background. I don't know these things. Um, but it just seems like someone was like, why don't we just uh, why don't we just write in this notepad real quick? And he's not gonna pay attention to this meeting. He's just doodling and going, "Oh, the navy, the, beat the, the navy. army navy rivalry yeah, of the football the teams are, are like a big deal. Like it's probably something they care about." Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. In, in college football, yeah. I just I didn't know if he it was like a Marine Corps thing because the MCAS and then there's like a phone number. Um, Did you call it? I thought about it, but it's an iron. Oh, Ireland we, should, we should do it right now, live Ooh. in the podcast. Number. <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> you guys got this do yeah. you have the whole number do i have the number can you oh yeah the nu- the number is zero five three four two two five one seven three and i wonder how many people are going to call that um <laughs> should i try it hold on give me one second zero five three are you going to get charged? Yeah. Probably. Oh. oh. <laughs> Does not work. So I did it for you guys. I don't know. Maybe I got the numbers wrong. Maybe it's 083. I don't know. That was also an Irish Irish number. Ireland number? A number from Ireland. <laughs> Maybe I should have added the one in front of it. Someone's going to call it. Someone will find out. Um, but I would also like people to help kind of figure out who this belonged to and why. The only other things that are on here towards the bottom, there's doodles of like four squares that are interlocking. And then there seems to be like a doodle of what Enchantress, like her head design is. Cause it's like a, it's like a face 
and then there's like looks like a unibrow like a half moon with like a line through it so i just thought it was it's in my opinion it might be david air it looks like that amateur sketch of uh that <laughs> one leprechaun yeah that yeah. video yeah that's what it the, looks like uh, the alabama leprechaun mm-hmm. <laughs> from mobile alabama yeah that's, that's what it was. was that's a deep cut to old internet days <laughs> but uh yeah that's all i had for this where's song. uh where's tehran where's iran, tehran no idea iran iran tyran however you say it iran 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 <laughs> tyrannosaurus rex tyrannosaurus land <laughs> in um, las vegas all right that was just Spe- i'm terrible speaking I'm of tyrannosaurus there's a very so, uh, drastic park shot in here of the uh, the water, you know, shaking when she's doing that. Very much like the, the shot mm-hmm. from inside the, yeah. the Jeep and uh, when the T-Rex is coming up on Jurassic Park. Yeah. You know how they did that? Not the Jurassic Park minute, but they put like a like a guitar string underneath the car and they could like pluck it and that's created the central Just wave. one guitar string? I don't know if it's an actual guitar string. Like they went to Guitar Center, got the world's longest guitar string. I don't think you need the world's <laughs> longest guitar string for that. I think they, just a good, you know, ten foot. Like some sort of like acoustic string, and they were able. Anyways, <laughs> uh, that's all I have for Suicide Squad minute twenty three. What about I you guys? That's it oh, for that's me. It. I, I will say that this is. Uh, I think one of this scene is one of the longer ones in the movie, which actually makes me like it more because this is not. It's not that punk rock. Uh, yep. Cutting every thirty seconds. Which I'm glad you guys gave yes. me this and not something say yes. like the Joker, because not a fan. But no, yeah, I think yeah, this is pretty much like um, our longest scene that we've had to analyze so far. Because last week was last week was all montages. Every minute seemed like a different character. Um, Joker with Monster T was almost a week. Yeah, the introduction of Harley Quinn, that was one. Um, but Doesn't even in, in the first week, the first three minutes were different than Thursday and Friday. So this one seems a little lo- a little bit longer. And this is, like, honestly, as much as we may have critiqued this part of the film, like, this scene right here is still one of the best parts of the entire film. So, I mean, I like it a lot. So yeah. when we talk about, like, excuse me, what's fun to watch in this film... Once it's like this part, anything with Enchantress or Diablo or even w- what little we get of Katana, like those seem to be like the best, like most enjoyable moments for me. Um, but with that said, we're going to go ahead and wrap up t- today for minute number 23. Um, if you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minute and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 24 of Suicide Squad. 